Hello again. It is WISPIT. WISPIT abbreviated stands for Women and Wisdom in Socially Powerful and Interesting Times. Today, I come to you again out of a special request of a listener. And I must say that my last episode entitled Marriage, Divorce, and Singleness, Definitely Not for the Faint of Heart, received a great deal of positive feedback. And again, I thank you all for listening. I just seem to be on a writing frenzy these days, and I'm very thankful for that. This world gives much writing material. So this episode today, entitled The Forgiven and the Wounded, is also not an easy topic. And I imagine for most, because we have all been wounded at some point in our lives, we've had to ask for forgiveness or offer forgiveness. And forgiveness, it doesn't come at an easy price. You see, when we hurt others and others hurt us, it becomes a domino effect. So the key is, how do we each handle that? How do we deal with that? Well, that is what I hope that this episode today will help address some of these uncomfortable issues. I find that when we are hurt, it is easier to remember how others hurt us, but it is sometimes selective in memory to forget how we have hurt others. Now, I am not saying that this is intentional because every situation is not the same. There are times where we may hurt others and may not even realize that because what we may find offensive Someone else may not. And people in general have different sensitivity levels. But in major areas such as cheating, adultery, well, I think you get the point here. We can universally say that this would hurt most people. Now, each person's situation is different. And I agree that it would be the godlike thing to forgive and forget. However, forgiveness may take some time and it may not be immediate for, for some of us. But forgetting is the other half of the story that no one really addresses. Does forgiveness mean forgetting? Well, let me put a point of reminder here. Yes, God forgives our sins, but there is a book of life and it will be read when you die. It will account for your wrongdoings, as well as your good deeds. And yes, God does give an account. You will be forgiven, but you will be held accountable. What responsibility do we each hold in the choices that we make? Hmm. Now that is a powerful question. When we have made poor choices, what do we often hear people say to us? Didn't you see that in that person before you dated or married them? 
Well, for me personally, I think that it's more of a balanced view. I think we see some of the characteristics and sometimes we may rationalize some of them away. But I also believe that people can hide what they don't want you to see. And there is really no right or wrong here, for this would definitely be a topic for the scholars of old. However, I would like to quote a phrase that my receptionist said to me, and I find this to be a very powerful statement. She said that when she talks with her children, she tells them this, and I quote, you don't date or marry someone for their potential. And this is so true in many cases. You cannot change people. Only God can. And I think we all know what we should do. But I think personally, the key to all of this is understanding the intent of the heart. If your heart is not in the right place, please stay away and don't bring negative energy into another person's domain. If you have hurt someone, be willing to first acknowledge the offense and truly seek forgiveness from the person you have wronged so you won't be doomed to repeat the same mistake. Don't just tell people what you think they want to hear. Ask yourself mentally, spiritually, and in your heart, are you truly asking for forgiveness? Do you realize what you've done, what you've said, or how you've hurt someone? As I have lived, I can truly appreciate the saying that only God truly knows the heart of a man or woman. And the Bible speaks to the sinful nature of man. But there is a verse that is often not referenced, and it is from Ephesians 4 and 25. And it goes like this. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. And verse 15 goes on to say, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise but understand what the will of the Lord is. The key prior to marrying someone is to hopefully see a balanced view of a person and for who and what they are. See, in singleness, it's, it's much easier to walk away when circumstances don't align. But in marriage, it's not always that easy because there are so many other considerations. There may be children involved in addition to parents, loved ones, families, etc. In marriage, when you commit an offense, you not only hurt your immediate partner, but you hurt many people. And in that, the forgiving and forgetting becomes much more difficult. It is said that time heals all wounds. But does it? Loving someone should take on great introspection. Hmm. And this means the examination or observation of one's own mental and emotional processes. In life, I found that it's easier to forgive a financial wrong than an emotional one. Time has helped, 
But I think the key is to not keep stepping into the same situation over and over and over again, which is or should be common sense. People who often make poor financial choices often make poor emotional choices as well. Now, this is not in all cases. But if you can't imagine managing you, how in the world are you going to manage someone else? So I will leave you with this thought to ask yourself. If you are not able to control yourself in terms of finances, morality, and responsibility, why would you want to bring these poor characteristics into someone else's life? When you hurt others, it becomes a domino effect on the world and others around you. And maybe that's what's wrong with the world today. And I think we see much of this being played out in the political arena today. Lawmakers without conscience or social morality, <laughs> never realizing that it will eventually affect their mortality. We wonder why so much of the world is lost. I wonder how many of these politicians just don't seem to burst into flames when they walk into a church. It's got to be difficult wearing two faces. So today, my challenge to you and to each one of us, and even to myself, is that if you have hurt someone or they have hurt you, try, if both parties are willing to begin anew, try to ask yourself, am I willing to forgive? Am I willing to forget? Ask the other person, are you willing to forgive? Are you willing to forget? Don't behave as we see the world being played out in politics today. Can't get along, can't find a mutual ground, not willing to forgive, not willing to look at the bigger picture of how many people are being affected and hurt by poor decisions. Let's all challenge ourselves to be bigger and better. See then, that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is, the forgiven and the wounded. I thank you all for listening as always. This is Wispit, Wispit abbreviated, stands for Women and Wisdom in Socially Powerful and Interesting Times. Thank you.